Welcome to the Vegology Podcast with your hosts, Jenny and Matt Morris, as they spread peas and love. Join the moles on this exciting exploration into the plant-based lifestyle. Everyone is welcome in this judgment-free zone from the veg veteran to the veg curious. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the plant-based stylings of Jenny and Matt. We've got a good episode for you this week. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back. Now, in this week's episode, we will be discussing clever and creative ways to integrate vegetables into your diet. It's not uncommon for people to not like or think they don't like veggies. So if you're listening and you don't like veggies or you have a finicky family member that you're trying to figure out how to get them to eat more veggies, then you've come to the right place. Absolutely. But before we dive into it, of course, we have some happy haps. Yeah, on a personal note, this is both my favorite and least favorite time of the year. I don't like winter. I'm a spring and summer type of guy. So when fall ends, I go into a little bit of a depression. Um, But the winter does, however, hold my favorite day of the year. And no, it's not Christmas. It is Jenny's birthday. (laughs) Now, I love your birthday, and it's coming up very, very, very soon. And... I actually believe I enjoy it more than you do. You do. You get super excited. <laughs> I do get and excited. I, I truly, truly appreciate it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> when December hits, he talks about nothing else than my birthday. Like, you get giddy about I it. I do. It's great. <laughs> I love a day that celebrates you. Oh, thanks, babe. You're sweet. Yes, my birthday's coming up. Um, another year older, but I'm okay with it. Feeling good, loving life. I love love every birthday I get. If I make it through another year, that's fantastic. Hell yeah. (laughs) All right. So we do have another product review. And it's not necessarily a new product review, but just a reminder or a heads up that as we are getting closer to Christmas, we can expect to be bombarded with cookies everywhere we go. So just a reminder that many off-the-shelf cookies that we may encounter are, in fact, accidentally vegan. This list includes, but is not limited to, Oreos, Trader Joe's, JoJo's, Nutter Butters, certain flavors of Girl Scout cookies. I believe five flavors are accidentally vegan. Nabisco Original Graham Crackers. Many varieties of Newman's Own, Teddy Grahams, except the honey ones, and Fig Newtons. So don't just assume that you can't enjoy the cookie platter at a holiday party. Yeah, cookies are everywhere, and you know how people love to freeze up those Girl Scout cookies and Mm -hmm. bust them out around the holidays, so don't be afraid of most of them. Yeah, they are, a lot of them are vegan friendly. So just something to keep in mind as you're looking for things to add to your table for your gatherings. And that's about it for Happy Haps, right? Yeah. I think that's, I don't think we had any other new products. I think we covered most of what we've had recently. And all right, I guess we can move into our main topic. Let's do it. Which is one of my favorite topics to cover. It is something that we discuss in great detail in the Vegology Collective, our signature program. And it's just something I get excited about because I love to find clever ways to include veggies in almost any meal or baked good or snack that we can. Any added boost of nutrition 
to anything we eat is a good thing. And if you can do it in a way that it tastes fantastic or you don't taste it at all, if it's a certain vegetable that you don't like, it's just a major bonus. Of course. And it is possible. (laughs) It is totally possible. So I always play a little game where I try, I always say I've coined this, this phrase and I've, I've heard it since, but I, I'm going to lay claim to it. There you go. You've heard it here first. <laughs> Cause I, I thought of it many, many years ago, but I, I recently saw somebody else that's using it, but, um, I like to try to get the most bang for my nutritional buck. There you go. And that's something that when we had an old blog called Rock Out With Your Brock Out, that's something that we drove home. That was like the main point of it is trying to get the most nutrition in something in clever ways. Yep. All right. So into our main topic, which is clever ways to eat your veggies. And the, some, some things you may have heard before, other things are going to be a little new to you. And there's many more than what we're discussing here. Like I said, like we are masters at this. I think if we do anything, this is what we do best. So I've been very vocal on the podcast before about the fact that I used to not like most vegetables, like really didn't like them, <laughs> especially cooked veggies. I mean, I really hated them. It was, it was a thing. Okay. Not just when I was a child, I carried that into my early adulthood. When I became vegetarian, I rarely ate veggies, just lived on pizza, pasta, and sandwiches. And when I decided to live a vegan lifestyle, I had to learn really quick to find ways to tolerate vegetables because I didn't see a world where that would ever happen. But I did. I stuck it out. I learned I tasted again and again and again, (laughs) taste tested everything. And well, now I'm absolutely obsessed with vegetables, obviously. I mean, look where we are right now. Yeah, you've come such a long way. All I talk about. (laughs) (laughs) I used to not be able to cook. How about it? When we first got married, I couldn't cook. I hated vegetables. I mean, it was was pretty rough (laughs) for both of us. We lived off of pretty much pizza and, and hoagies, right? Yeah, but it was good pizza. In fact, that's what we had at our <laughs> wedding. When we got married, that's what we had as our main stuff. Deli sandwiches and pizza. That's right. And everybody loved it. <laughs> but yeah, so we've learned a lot, especially myself. And although I, Matt has not got me to eat lima beans. I mean. I keep trying. I've been really pushing trying. hard these past few weeks, too, uh, to add them to your cabbage soup. It's just something that I haven't been able to I will win <laughs> this, this battle. <laughs> okay. Eventually, I promise you I will try them sometime this month. Lima beans are awesome. I just, I haven't had them since I was a child. And when I was a child, I just remember them being really grainy. And I just really hated the texture. It was more a texture thing than a flavor thing. Um, But I I will try them again for you. I know I keep saying that and I don't do it, but I will. That's right. I will be persistent. (laughs) All right. So our first clever way to get your veggies in, and it's something that might be most recognizable to, to everyone, is to make noodles out of them. So we've all heard of zoodles where you make noodles out of zucchini. That's pretty common now, right? Now, and it's it's a brilliant way to get your vegetables in, especially if you have kids. It works really well um, with zucchini, sweet potato. We normally do. Okay, so there, there's four things that we normally do the most, uh, which is what I'm going to recommend. But you can spiralize just about anything. You can turn any vegetable 
I don't want to say any vegetable, most vegetables into noodles. So we normally do zucchini, sweet potato, butternut squash, carrots, and daikon radishes we will do. And it's really great. Yeah, it's awesome. It's different than what you're used to probably, mm-hmm. but it's wonderful. It's healthier than, than pasta. Uh, with pasta, you're not getting really any nutritional benefits. It's good. And I I don't discourage anyone from eating pasta. We certainly do. I would never eliminate that from my diet. But most of the time, we do the the vegetable noodles. And it's great. You put a great sauce on top of them. And... You're just, it's delightful, which brings us to our next, our next clever idea is make a sauce with your veggies. And it's so simple to make such a flavorful, delicious, creamy, decadent sauce to put over your vegetable noodles. Now, when you're layering vegetables like this, look at how much nutrition you're getting how much nutrients and vitamins you're getting in just one meal when you do this. So to make a sauce, a couple different ideas for you would be one we've talked about at length on the podcast is it's one of our most popular recipes at Vegology here, and it's the cauliflower Alfredo sauce. It's very easy to make. And it's available on vegology.com if you want to go into the blog. Um, now, we are reorganizing the website. We're redesigning the whole thing. So it might be in a different place. But trust me, it will be on there. You'll be able to find it depending on when you're listening to this podcast. If you're listening to it, like just discovering us a year from now and um, and you're just getting to this, just, uh, you know, also shoot, shoot us an email. Hello at vegology.com um, if you're having trouble finding it, which I don't think that's going to happen. But anyway, cauliflower Alfredo sauce is a brilliant way to make a a vegetable sauce. Next up, we like to make asparagus risotto. For the asparagus, we will chop it up and then we will either roast it or saute it in a pan with some salt and pepper. And then we'll take, once it's done, we take half of it and we puree it in a blender. And... Add some, of course, seasonings and spices to kind of give it a little kick and some more flavor. And then we'll make that into a sauce. And then we'll, whether you're making a risotto with the rice or you're making a pasta, whatever you choose to do, you just mix that sauce, either put it on top or mix it into the rice or noodles, and then put the other, the leftover asparagus bits on top. And it's just delicious. It's a great way to, um, one, get your asparagus in, and two, just get that boost of, of extra nutrition. Yeah, and I was never a fan of asparagus growing up. My parents loved it, and they always got it out of the can, and I just thought it was god-awful. Um, it wasn't until adulthood that I realized it doesn't come in a can naturally. <laughs> I know. So, but now I really love it. So I just avoid the can and I roast it and and I'm happy as all get out with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You. It took me a long time to get you to even try Yeah, it took some asparagus. convincing. But it was immediate when I had it a different way than out of the can that it is actually very good. Yeah. Cooking technique definitely makes a difference. And yeah, if you grew up on canned vegetables like we did, you should definitely try experimenting with with eating fresh vegetables and different ways to cook with them. So if you think you don't like a vegetable, chances are you're probably wrong. It's just you haven't found the right way that you like it. So you just need to experiment a little bit. And it's funny when you're a kid and you, and you don't like something, you just let that 
dictate the rest of your life's opinion of it. It's very bizarre. I know. And then, like, if you, for me, my biggest nemesis, vegetable-wise, growing up was spinach. I hated it. I would not eat it. I couldn't stand it. And I did carry that into adulthood. But once I trained myself, I even as an adult, when I started liking vegetables, I tried to eat spinach and it still made me gag a little bit. But I kept trying. I kept like trying it in different things. I would try it in smoothies first. And that's how I kind of got acclimated to the taste because it was very subtle. And then I built on that. And now I love spinach. It's it's something that I, I really enjoy, it, but I, I just remember as a kid sitting at the dining table because, of course, my parents were like, you do not get up from the table until your plate's clean. So I would be like putting my spinach in a napkin and putting it under either in my pocket or I'd be feeding it to the dog under the table discreetly. Like, I just hated it. It was gross. But yeah, so just if you think you don't like a vegetable, give it another try. Just keep it going. And don't care. Like Matt said, don't carry your childhood dislikes into adulthood because your tastes do change as you grow. Yeah, my mom would always wonder why our dog's urine always smelled so funny. She had no idea I was smuggling the asparagus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so next, uh, sweet potato sauce. We do this a lot. So we'll make a spicy sweet potato sauce. So we'll roast sweet potatoes. We'll throw it into the Vitamix, into the blender. And then we'll add, like, red pepper flakes and cayenne pepper. And we'll spice that up really good. Of course, you don't have to. You give it whatever spice you want if you just like it plain. But um, smoked paprika goes really good with, with sweet potatoes. So highly recommend that. And anyway, so just you can easily make a sweet potato sauce. Super simple. And then also another way to enjoy sauce with vegetables is mix in a little greens in salsa or even pizza sauce. You know, you can chop up kale super fine and mix it in with salsa or like pizza sauce to put on a pizza. Especially if you're really, really, really trying to hide it. If you have like somebody that doesn't like, like a kid that doesn't like kale or spinach or something it's something to really discreetly add it where they're not going to really taste it or see it too well that they're going to notice and they're going to get a little bit of boosted nutrition no doubt and then lastly mix pureed veggies in with your hummus that's something that we do too to get an extra kick hummus is so healthy You get that um, protein from the hummus, and then you mix in different pureed veggies. So any pureed veggie would work. And then you mix that in, and then it's it's great. Because the chickpeas and the seasonings that you give the chickpeas are going to have an overwhelming flavor. Now, of course, if you put pureed sweet potato, that has a stronger flavor. So depending on what flavor that you're going for, that might be overwhelming and the hummus if you really want to taste like the chickpeas if you want that to be the primary flavor that you're looking for but even like your pureed greens or something like that just mix it in with your hummus or or even like chop up broccoli super fine mince it up and then put it in your mix it in with your hummus it's great it's just an extra way to get some added nutrition okay next up we have baked goods And you can add vegetables to sweet and savory baked goods. So one thing that we like to do is to mince up broccoli and add them to muffins. We also like to add sweet potato puree to pancakes. Now adding like a vegetable puree to pancakes is really cool. It doesn't have like a very strong taste. And especially with kids, 
you could like make it fun with like different colored pancakes. So a roasted beet pancake would have, would be like pink or red. And a sweet potato, you could do greens and have green pancakes. Like there's a lot of different things that you can do to add that boost of nutrition. Yeah, and you're right. Kids absolutely love it when uh, food that is normally one color all of a sudden is a bright yeah. green or red. It adds, <laughs> it's exciting. Especially around the holidays. Yeah. And if you don't overdo it, like, I mean, if you're just subtly adding, like, a vegetable puree to your pancake mix, I mean, it's not going to have, like, a strong flavor, but you're still going to get those nutritional benefits. And then we also add minced veggies to our baked oatmeal. So we'll make a big pan of baked oatmeal for the week, and we will add some minced veggies in there. Mostly greens we do. Sometimes we'll mince up some carrots and put it in. There's a lot of different things that you can do. And if you don't like a specific vegetable, all of these ideas, like especially this one, these tricky ways where you can hide it in your normal foods, is a great way to get them in and try to get yourself used to them. It's also a great vegetable dump, too, when you got to... Yeah. Big bag of carrots that's starting to go a little bit and you don't know what to do with them. Throw them in something completely unusual. Yeah, no doubt. And then we've all heard of zucchini bread, right? I mean, that's a thing. That's a that is a normal thing, but that's something that you can consider making as well. And then also twice baked potatoes. This is a perfect way to add vegetables. So with twice baked potatoes, of course, you're going to bake a potato and then you're going to scoop out the potato from the skin. And then what you can do with that mixture, then you're going to whip it up, right? So just add some veggies in that in that mixture when you're whipping it up. And you can even puree some veggies and mix that in if that's better, if you, do, if you want like a, a more consistent, smooth texture. And then put it back into the skins and put it back in the oven and bake it again. Uh, so that's something that you can do as well that's super easy to get some added nutrients. And then lastly, with baked goods, uh, make savory scones. We do this a lot. We'll add uh, greens and onions and you know, a lot of different vegetables, depending on what we, we've done, roasted uh, beets in scones. So savory scones is a great way uh, to add a lot of extra veggies in there. Same with the muffins. I guess that kind of goes hand in hand. But with the muffins, uh, we tend to make them a little sweeter and, and the scones, obviously, like a little savory. Yep. All right. Next up, we have desserts. Lots of ways that you can hide veggies in desserts. <laughs> and one of them is avocado pudding. I think, you know, avocado is very popular in like chocolate pudding. It's it's a way to make pudding very creamy and the flavor is very subtle. And it's just a great way to add some really healthy benefits that avocado gives you avocados are wonderful i just like to throw that in there i know (laughs) i do love them and you'll be happy to hear that i will be making guacamole today too so that is planned i was just about to say i I was gonna surprise you (laughs) it's gonna surprise you i see i'm sitting in the kitchen and i'm gonna go get them (laughs) all right and um of course black bean 
and kale brownies. So you probably heard of black bean brownies before. And if you've been skeptical about that, we truly encourage you to try it because it's really good. You don't taste the black beans and they just go wonderfully. And with it, like a dark fudgy brownie. Yeah, no doubt. And to add a little kale in there, just kind of really finely chop up some kale or some spinach or something. You're not really going to taste it. You're going to taste the chocolate brownie. So you can add a little bit of veggies in that way as well or pureed vegetables into the brownie batter but just make sure like i wouldn't recommend adding sweet potato to a brownie (laughs) recipe so just be be smart about it you know (laughs) think about it um but hey it might be good yeah you never never know know. might be your thing (laughs) uh again we never discourage anyone from anything so go to town and then when you bake cookies, you know, it is possible to add greens or any other vegetable to a cookie batter as well. So either, you know, chop them up or you can like puree them and put them in the batter, which is like super easy. Like we usually puree like a bunch of vegetables. That's part of our, our meal prep that we do. And that way we can just easily, we, it doesn't take a lot of work. We'll have it on hand in the fridge. We put them just in ball jars and then we can easily just add it to different meals and, and different recipes that we're doing. And it's just, you know, a really great, great thing to do. So that way you have it on hand. It yeah. doesn't seem like a chore and it's right there in your face, in your fridge. So, and then let's see, where are we? Okay. So also make blondies uh, with carrots or cauliflower. We've done that before. Yeah, I like blondies. And that worked out very, very well. So just a couple different ways that you can add plants to your desserts. And then of course we have smoothies, which is a great way if you, you know, don't like certain vegetable, this is a great way to kind of ease your way into it and, and train your taste buds to like it. So you have your green smoothies, which is more green than fruit normally. So you can add kale, spinach, collards. Those are the three we usually rotate. You have fruit smoothies, which tend to be more fruit than green. Again, that's a really good way to kind of ease ease yourself into something that you don't like. Uh, so you just add greens in small amounts. And then as time goes on, increase that amount uh, to kind of train your taste buds. And then alternative veggies to greens, uh, which are super healthy and really great to add to your smoothies, beets, celery, cucumbers, cauliflower, carrots, radish, avocado. We use them all. I mean, go to town. They all have excellent health benefits. Yeah, we pretty much throw everything. We do. We do. We do. We do. Um, And then... Like I said before, even with the smoothies, have a veggie puree ready to go and easily accessible to add to your smoothie. Yeah, they're also great for a vegetable dump, too. Mm-hmm. Something's been in your fridge for a little bit. You're not sure what to do with it. It's going into a smoothie. Absolutely. All right. Next up, pasta. So different ways to add vegetables or plants to your pasta you can toss in minced or chopped veggies in the pasta dishes or add them to the sauce and again if if there's a certain veggie that you don't like i recommend that you chop it up pretty fine or mince it uh, when you put it in because it makes it easier to tolerate so you don't have a big mouthful of it Another way, mac and cheese is a flavorful dish that will hide veggies very well. So that's another option for you. And then mix pureed veggies into a tomato sauce. Yeah. And, you know, like a vegetable that complements tomato sauce would be really good uh, mixed in. So there's something to consider. 
And then for sandwiches, switch out iceberg lettuce for cabbage. And it even has more crunch. That's what we do all yeah, the time. Yeah, we use cabbage a lot. Yeah, I don't really use... Depending, Sometimes I'll use a spring mix in a sandwich. It depends on what I'm going for. But if I'm looking for a sandwich that normally I would put like iceberg lettuce in or something, like a club sandwich or something like that, then I would definitely switch it out with the cabbage, either like green cabbage or purple cabbage, red cabbage, however you say it. Um, we use both of them. So we, we do like that. I like that added crunch. And cabbage has way more health benefits than iceberg lettuce, which yeah. is pretty much just water. <laughs> so definitely something to think about. And then you can add vegetables to your homemade veggie burgers. That is super simple. I don't think I need to go any further with that. Um, but that's a brilliant way to add veggies and then add seasoned puree veggies to sandwiches you could use it as a spread or some kind of condiment to spread on the bread so make it like a thick puree of vegetables and make it into a spread yep and then some miscellaneous items like um we have so many ideas guys (laughs) i could go on and on but i want to try to give you as much like gems as possible so you can mix vegetables into mashed potatoes so a couple that work very well avocado carrot broccoli kale whether you want to chop them up or whether you want to again puree them you know that's something that you can do casseroles of course casseroles right brilliantly deceptive way to enjoy vegetables you can make a cheesy casserole, noodle casserole, and put a great sauce in there, a big, bold, flavorful sauce. And, you know, you can definitely uh, enjoy extra veggies in there. And then also what I've done in the past is make a pate with veggies. So I don't like mushrooms. I should have mentioned that earlier. Lima beans and mushrooms. I don't eat mushrooms. They gross me out. <laughs> yeah, if you're a listener to this podcast, you know that both of us yeah. dislike mushrooms. But I truly want to like mushrooms. Yeah, you do. I, I, you, I can be happy to just go the rest of my life without them, but you keep trying. I do. I, I make an effort to do it. And one way that I found that I enjoy mushrooms is I made an almond mushroom pate one time. And it was absolutely amazing. So I minced up mushrooms and then I pan fried them and then I put them into the food processor with some soaked almonds and and some seasonings and I made a, p- a pate out of it. And it was delicious spreading it on crackers. Like that was one way that I can enjoy mushrooms and not be all like grossed out. <laughs> and they were, re- it was really good. So that's something that you can think about as well, especially if you have an aversion to mushrooms like me. Uh, next, a bean loaf. So if you make a bean loaf, uh, easy to add vegetables right in there because it has a very savory, bold flavor normally. And and easy to add vegetables to your loaf. And of course, you can add vegetables to soups, stews, chili works really well. Yeah, this is a very easy way to throw some in there. Yeah, just and and double it up like when you see a recipe, your standard chili doesn't really have too many vegetables. You have your 
onion, celery, and carrot. And then after that, you're adding your beans and your sauce and all that good stuff. And you don't really see too many other vegetables, but why not? Yeah, throw them in there. So if you're following a recipe or or have a recipe for chili that you've used forever, and this goes for any recipe, why not just like see what you have in your fridge and, and, and toss some more in there? Yeah, I've never really met a chili I didn't like. Uh, I've seen people throw vegetables that seemed odd in there and it worked great. Mm -hmm. So have at it. Yeah. So just be very open minded about it. And of course, veggie fries. So sweet potato fries, zucchini fries. There's a lot of different ways that you can make um, French fries without using potato, which I don't have anything against like your regular uh, white potato. Um, it sounds like you're anti-white potato. I'm not, but a lot of people are. So <laughs> I am personally not, but a lot of people like vilify to potatoes for some reason. So, but no, if you want a potato, go for it. But this is just another way. Um, if you're looking for something a little healthier, a little more nutritional, then definitely you can make fries out of other vegetables as well. And those are are a lot. It's a long list. But I wanted to give you as many options as possible, some ideas to kind of inspire you to add more veggies in your diet. And then even if you love veggies and... You know, you're used to eating them the same way all the time. Hopefully this inspired you to try them in different ways as well. And then a couple tips that we have uh, to start out, just select three to five of your favorite veggies or the ones that you can tolerate the most and try some of these clever ways to include them in everything that you consume, everything. Like just go nuts and think outside the box and trust me, you will thank us. And then if you don't like vegetables, if there's a certain vegetable that you don't like, start with a small amount of it in different recipes and increase that amount as time goes on. Again, you can train your taste bud. You can train yourself to like different things. Of course. A lot of things are acquired. Mm-hmm. And if you just stick with them, you'll grow to love them. Yeah. as fact, Jack. Fact. Jack. <laughs> And then also finally chop the veggies or mince them when adding to certain dishes. That way you're balancing the flavors a little bit more. And like I said previously, you're not getting a whole mouthful of like a big piece. If you don't like broccoli, you're not getting a big piece of broccoli in your mouth. And that's all you're tasting. So to balance it out a little more, just try to chop it up. And that's what I specifically what I did with broccoli. I wasn't I didn't like broccoli. (laughs) So I would chop it up very, very fine. And then I would spread it out into like a lasagna or like in in different ways so i always love me some broccoli uh, yeah it took me a while to like it now i love it it's one of my favorites in fact we never not have it in our fridge it's 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 a staple all right and then final thought uh if you consistently add veggies to your meals and recipes you will eventually not only tolerate them you will crave them so that's why we say you're going to go from tolerate to craving because that is exactly what happened to me. I mean, if you don't like vegetables, but you want to learn how to tolerate them, that's the place I was when I became vegan. And then, you know, it just, you know, I, I crave them now. 
Like, if I run out of, like, kale in my fridge, like, I freak out. Like, some people do with other things. I don't know. It is a staple for us. And like we said, it's totally possible to train your taste buds and your body to love veggies. And then finding ways to hide them will be a thing of the past. You'll be more than happy to just toss them in whenever yeah, no you can. So we don't try to hide them. Well, mushrooms I try to hide. I, I will say that. I still am. That's a, that's a journey. <laughs> that's a journey I'm taking. <laughs> You know, so that's exactly what happened to me. I am a veggie convert, and it's one of the greatest things I ever did for my health and my life. Now, I created Vegology because I wanted others to experience the same thing. Now, through my learning and experience, I wanted to guide others to experience how amazingly delicious vegetables can be and how amazing it can make you feel of mind and body. Like everything that we discuss in this episode, all these little tips and tricks, that's exactly what I did. I just started slowly adding vegetables in, learning how to cook them in different ways that make my taste buds happy. You know, the vegan swaps workshop is the next level for that uh, with clever ways to replace dairy, meat and eggs in your diet. And if you want to know more about the vegan swaps workshop, just click on the link in the show notes. Uh, It is brilliant. We have a lot of clever ways uh, to do that, similar to what we're discussing with vegetables in in this episode. So if you're looking to follow a more plant-based diet or you just want to add more plant-based meals into your diet, this is an all-around way that you can do that. So we're here to support you. Yeah, definitely check it out. We're super excited about it. We think you will be too. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, uh, we are soon going to be introducing the Reimagined Vegology Collective, which is our signature program. It's a membership and it will include much more than just meal plans. We've been happily working hard on this for release spring. So you will love it. We are very excited about it and can't wait to give you more info. But for now, our lips are sealed. Yeah, no doubt. Just know that it's getting even better. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, if there's any wish list items you would love to see in the Vegology Collective, don't hesitate to reach out. We are designing this for you. And the major reason for the redesign is from your feedback to help you sustain a plant-based diet in a fun and creative way. So we're not just giving you meal plans because we know if you really truly want to learn how to eat more plant-based food, then it needs to be, there needs to be a little more support there and that's what we're giving you. Okay, we're not just going to throw out a meal plan or a recipe and then ghost on you. <laughs> we're, we're there, okay? And that's what the membership's all about. We're here to, to help you along that journey. So just go ahead, send your wish list suggestions to hello at vegology.com. We will listen to you and we will try to incorporate them into TVC. Yeah, we definitely pay attention when you reach out to us. And this is kind of our reaction to that. So if you have something that you felt like we should add to it, now is the time. Yep. And then also we'll be sending a survey out uh, to the community via email. So if you're not a subscriber, definitely get on board. Just go to vegology.com. We will add that to the show notes as well so that you can go in and easily access it from there. Uh, But make sure that you see that because we'll be sending out that survey. And then that's it. That is our episode. So um, last like. How do you like to consume your veggies? Are you a hell's yeah, bring them on? Or an 
Ew, gross. Keep that shiz away from me. <laughs> Which one are you? I was a hell yeah growing up for the most part. No way. I was a ew, gross. <laughs> 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 so confession time for you. Give us the scoop. Send an email to hello at vagology.com. Let us know. Or if you try any of the clever ideas we reviewed, let us know how it worked out for you. And as always, we love pics. So don't forget to include a great picture of what you enjoyed. And if you like this episode, please share it. Give us a good review. We would greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. All right. Have a wonderful week. We will chat with you in the next episode. Peace Peace and love. love.